0: Welcome to Studio 1776. I'm your host, Daniel Leach, and we're going to be talking with Robert Tanner. Our topic of discussion for this day is going to be medical kidnapping. And uh, welcome to the program, Robert. Uh, let uh, people know a little bit about your background. This is a follow-up conversation from the last podcast that we did. And uh, go ahead, Robert.
1: Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm Baptist minister uh not associated with the uh with rome um except that the fact that we were the first church and have no association with the pagans that are falsely claiming to be members um i'm a secretary for the general war uh war commission and i'm a general in the uh in the continental army for these united states of america um I'm going to be trying to, you know, this is a real simple scam that they got going on once you know it. Um, This is not brain surgery. Um, Okay. Basically what you got, all these organizations, CPS, these are all private for-profit organizations. You can get their uh, W-9 through the financial officer of their organizations. If they don't give it to you then that's compliance IRS uh compliance um code. And so you automatically get to put a security interest in all their unsecured securities of the uh financial officer and any other employer, employee that they have uh going on. So once you get the W nine, then you can do a uh reverse on their charges. So because these are private utilities. All right, in order to be the government, like they're trying to say quote-unquote government, first of all, that's like Webster's definition. Under the IRS, IRS is the one that gives tax-exempt status, okay, in order to get a government information letter, all right, because if you don't have, if you're claiming to be a government, then you're like my, you can be, this bunch of different, Forms of government, you know, are employees of a government. My garbage man is, is the government. He's a private utility. Well, that's what these people are. They're right, like the garbage man. All right. But they're taking on the responsibilities of peace officers and political subdivision or courts of record. All right. In order to be a political subdivision or a court of record, you've got to have a letter from the IRS. And you've had to have been investigated by them. They don't have that. Just private organizations, they're private Catholic organizations. Alright, so the Catholics were given our gold French flag in 1919. Alright, they basically took their gold French flag and they were already running things, uh, because really at that time they had no authority to even, you know, have Catholics being involved in nothing because they're foreigners. They've always been foreigners. They're still foreigners. Okay, Catholics are foreigners. They can't own land here. If you're sworn to a foreign organization, you're a foreigner. Okay, sorry, but I don't care where you, where your mama popped you out, uh, out at. All right? Just because you're born here doesn't give you no rights to this place, neither. That's another lie that they taught us. Okay? So, you know, so that's just, that's crazy. Talk because their parents weren't, if your parents weren't uh, a part of the organization that had the inherent right, to be here, then you have no inherent right to be here. It doesn't matter where you popped off at. Your mama could come in my house and have a baby on my couch. Doesn't mean she owns the property. Okay? Um, just the way it is. And um but that's that's the lies that they taught us. All right. So what they've got is a bunch of this is they were given a uh commission. Well it ain't even a commission. They were given a a, a, a Catholic war council status and they're able to keep a track of all the members in their parish that are in the military. So that's what you got going on. They're saying everybody's under martial law. The United States is still under martial law. And, um, because even though, uh, 157, pro, uh, proclamation 157 said peace and tranquility, and everybody tries to say, well, that was the end of the martial law, but sorry says peace and tranquility in the United States of America. And martial law was brought in by, uh, Lincoln and by the, uh, con- uh, by the Congress for the United States. And maximum law, things that are similar are not the same. So the United States may be similar to the United States of America, but they're not the same. And that's just a game scam they've been using on us for a long, long, long time. And that old hoe—I forgot what his name was—but you know, he, was, he, you know, he was just a tool, you know. And so, I um, understand. I am not a member of the United States, I'm not a, even organic. I don't claim that because Baptists, we have a wall of separation, okay, from the uh, United States, and and we're supposed to because the United States were for the pagans, all right, and the United States uh, are people who cannot who are pagans or heathens don't have a law if you don't have god's law then you have to obey man's law and so that's what they people when you decide to become a united states citizen or if you try to claim constitutional rights you're basically stating that i have no real rights um and i have to settle for these fake rights and they you know you can see what they're worth first of all if the united states is in martial law then the constitution has been suspended so you know you know that's why I think about constitution uh constitutional rights and all that um that's not where my rights come
0: from can you uh, uh, can you explain when you say the Constitution has been suspended for people that are not familiar with what you're saying uh that that sounds crazy, right? so can you explain that in a layman terms to people who you may not have a deeper understanding of what you're saying.
1: All right. So even if you were, even if this was the organic and not the corporation, okay, called the United States, um, the United States was placed under martial law. And under martial law, it says states that habeas corpus and the Constitution has been suspended. You're, you're under military rule and regulations. All right. That's the reason why you got the gold French flag in all the courts. That's the reason why you got the gold French flag everywhere. Now, where did they get this gold French flag? Because those are definitely not military officers. Otherwise, you'd be getting a JAG officer if you went in, into a military court, not a bar whore. All right. What is the British uh, uh, bar uh, doing in in in, America, in a real American, uh, a United, uh, uh, anything has to do with this continent, okay, court? Alright, United States, the United States of America, these United States, I mean, besides the small t, United States of America, or the corporation, United States, they have no business being in there. Except, except that. In 1919, the Catholics were given a, uh, a flag. And what they did was they moved their church flag into these buildings. That's their church. You got a you got a Jesuit priest, okay, and they're having necromancing hearings. This, these are necromancers. These are pagans. These are heathens. They're not Christians. They don't want to call a, a Catholic or Christian. And let me tell you, they keep on talking about communism, communism, socialism. All of that's a bunch of bull. It's called Catholicism because you look back at the dark ages. You look at uh, what they did, why America was even formed. Why did all those people come over here was to get away from their Catholicism. right? you got to worship a certain way. You can't talk about certain things. If you talk about them, you lose everything you got. You won't be publicized. You know, if they've been doing this for a long time. It's not communism. It's Catholicism. He, that is the Antichrist and the false prophet. The, the Catholic, uh, whore, uh, Pope and the, uh, Crown. Okay? Those are you two people that was been foretold. Alright? And you see what they're doing. Now, they got you, they got them in there into these Catholic hearings. These are Catholic War Council hearings you got a Jesuit hoe up there wearing a black dress, sworn under canon law, which only Catholic. So what are these Cat Romans doing up there claiming that they're the only ones that can be uh, of a court of the United States? That's crazy. All right. And then do they read off legislative statute? Who has the right to uh, to write law? Is it uh, the legislature? Yeah. Well, do they read off a legislative statute code? No, they read off uh, Reuters West law, uh, a um, summary. Of what could be a four to six page, uh, you know, even more page bill, or a- or act, or, or or code, or or statute, and they summarize. You got this British based because that's what Reuters is—a British-based multinational media company. So even if that was an American uh, uh, court, it would be tampered with evidence. Okay, so it's not. It's a Catholic hearing, and they're saying that you are a Catholic. Therefore, they have the right to hear. Uh, the complaint. Okay. So, first thing that you want to do if your kids or your property are taken from you is you want to go to their general. Their general, who's over all these, these full malarkey agencies, is the, um, is the, uh, Catholic, um, bishop in your area. And you say, and he can't, he, he's going to say, oh, I can't deal with politics and league out. No, but you can deal with sin. And your boys have sinned against me. Oh, they're public. Yeah, they're public officers, but they're Catholic, so it don't matter. Even if they were public officers, don't matter. Still under your purview because they're Catholic. See that right there shows you why why they're foreign. All right, because they're not under the leadership of that. They're under the Catholic because they've sworn themselves to a foreign organization, and their membership derives on them obeying that foreign organization. So how can you be? You can't have two masters, man. So there you go um so that would be the first step i would go to them a- and i would hold him liable you know i'm gonna say look i'm gonna hold your organization liable these are your agents i they are flying a gold fringe flag which is under army regulations 840-10 chapter 2 and the only way- place they could get that flag-, flag is from you they're operating under your authority okay because the flag shows you what the authority you're operating under certainly can't be operating under the general war commission because right, you Catholics wouldn't be involved in that. They're not members of it. And the General War Commission is the only organization that has the ability to be the civil affairs officers in a time of war on this continent. That's why the army can't operate on this continent, because it would be po- or a violation of posse comitatus. Why? Because they're a commercial army. They're not the real army. They're not real. really the army of the United States. They're a Catholic military. And the Catholics have signed... The Treaty of San Lorenzo El Real Treaty, which says they won't affect American estates. See? So that's the reason why they got to get you to become a, a, a Catholic. Alright? And how do they get you to become a Catholic? Well, they get you to uh, get go down and get you a driver's license for a Catholic vessel. Okay? And a Catholic vessel is the all capital vessel that was created for you at your birth. Alright? For you to operate within their. Um, holy See. Okay? And number one is the vessel's abandoned. All right? When you get a birth certificate and you look on the birth certificate of that vessel, the birth of that vessel. All right? That's not you. That's an organization that was set up so you could do commerce in their fake world. All right? Now, it has an address on there for that baby or that vessel. And the address is The hospital address. Well, guess what? If you haven't changed that address from the hospital address, then they look at that as that vessel's been abandoned. All right? And it has no executor or captain to captain the ship. So that's why when you go in there and you're answering to that all capital name like it's you, that, man, they get to assume and presume that you're a Catholic. And if you're a Catholic, you're under the, the Catholic codes, uh, authority. So, you know, don't complain. Now, how do you, how do you defend yourself from that? Okay. A Miyagi, uh, Miyagi, uh, do, I guess, uh, you, uh, defense, you know, you're going to come up there and you're going to, uh, one, change your address, uh, from the birth certificate. You're going to get a change of address. You're going to change it. I would change it to the, uh, to the postmaster in my local area. All right. And I would mail it off. The post, I put the old address for the hospital. I put the new address would be our post office, city, state, zip code. All right, down at the bottom, the name of the organization. I put the name and the and the state, our state, either one. And then uh, I mail that off to the Postmaster General in Washington D.C., paid for with international stamp, stamp showing that I'm not uh, domestic, and I'm going to get a letter back that says President Robert Tanner. Well, I'm I'm the president of one of these United States of America, small U. Now, now I'm on the land. Now, if I go in there, they're talking about want to take my property. You're going to address me as president, boy. You know, <laughs> I'm putting down. I say, here's a certified copy, and I put that co- You know, I, I I put that certified copy in with my assumed name that I filed, and my assumed name. I'm all capital vessel doing business as bank um a member of the Continental Army or civilian and you know, because you can be a civilian too. Guess what? Civilian, oh I'm a civilian. I'm testify. I need to testify. I'm a civilian. I don't have no social security number. Now they stuck. Now they stuck. Because see they can't try civilians. Because see all Catholics are military. All Catholics got military uh is under the military. They're military. The military war council. Okay. And that's how they gain jurisdiction. So, now, if there's my child, and I'm wanting, and they come, and they're going to take it. All right. As soon as they come and talk to me about that the first time, I'm going to get a name. I'm going to get, They usually they come with a couple officers. I'm going to get their badge numbers. I'm going to get their names. Then I'm going to, now this is the teeth. All right. I'm going to, uh I'm going to go down. To the recorder's office, or I'm going to hire a property detective. Alright, either one. I'm going to go down to the recorder's office, and I'm going to uh, look up their name. And I'm going to find who this person is, or this man is, this woman is, and what she has listed. I'm also going to get her boss at the CPS. Okay? I'm going to uh, get their information for what the properties that they own, because everything they're doing. All right, just like you and I can't get on a public road without an insurance on that car. And if we do and we hit somebody, well, we don't get to keep our nice house, all right? And guess what? We don't even get to be heard in court if we don't have insurance. We automatically lose, okay? Well, why? why, there ain't no difference for these hoes. All right, these wanting to play around. You got to usually they can, and that's what you want to ask. You want to ask them, "Excuse me," to these badge salvage officers, these bad uh, uh agents. All right, salvage, salvage, vessel salvage. That's what they are. That's why they're driving around in the cruiser. They're salvaging your vessel because you abandoned it at birth, left it at the hospital. Never took over the, or over the executor. Nobody ever took over the executor responsibilities to, uh, to change the address and be handling it like, like, like a business. Nobody ever filed, uh, registered the business to do business and have standing. You've never got a uh, certified or an authenticated copy of the, uh, of the owner title for the vessel, which is the BC, authenticated by the Secretary of State. Uh Like, say, I'm uh, from Jamaica, non-Hague State. I need it authenticated. I'm going to Jamaica. I need Okay, boom. I'm going to get it authenticated by the Secretary of State. Now I'm going to send it to the Federal Secretary of State. I'm probably going to send it and get it done through a courier. All right? And I'm just going to go to the Federal Secretary of State website, and I'm going to Google at the top search. I'm going to put authentication. It tells you exactly how to do it. It's got a blue little D. You punch on it. It's got a form that you're going to print out. It's going to say who's sending it. What you're sending it for, where you're going to be using it at, and where you want to send it back to. And there you go. And that's what you're going to fill one of those out. You're going to send it to your courier. Within 24 hours, you can get it back to you. Right, you're going to go right down there. Boom, boom, boom. You put an envelope for it to be mailed back. Usually, it'll do it for 40 bucks, some a little bit more. You know, just a it. You're going to have to shop around like anything else. All right. So now i got the authenticated version certificate, which is the title. I've registered it to do business and an assumed name in my local parish or, ca- or county. Okay. So, so I got standing to speak for this name. In fact, I got, I'm going to put on there that I got a trademark. I've trademarked this. You know, I might even advertise it in a legal newspaper. Legal newspaper, Secretary of State website. Um, uh, this would be Minnesota Secretary of State search, legal newspaper in the search engine of the uh, website. Bing, bang, boom. 250 of them. They're about 30 to 40 bucks. You can advertise for 30 days. Alright, now, when I advertise for 30 days, well, that's a, that's a courtesy. I give everybody time to, to respond. If they say that they they got a, a clear right to my name, or my individual, or my person. They haven't answered, well, boom, boom, boom. Now I'm gonna put that as a part of my, uh, uh as my evidence with my assumed name, along with the birth certificate change of address. Showing that I'm not the registered receiver, I'm a, I might put in there. Hey, look, I haven't been paid as a registered receiver for this Catholic org- Catholic War Council organization. Therefore, I have good, uh good, um, good faith, and uh, I have uh, uh, good reason to, to resign. Okay, whatever it may be, however you want to phrase that. All right. So I'm no longer the registered receiver. So under Rule 19A1. Required joiners, I'm not required to be adjoined to that party. Sorry, improper service under Rule 12, right, principles thereof, but again, again, this ain't a court. This this isn't a court. This is a Catholic hearing, private hearing, military hearing. So they actually operate more so under the 2006 Military Commission, which says they have to have one hearing as soon as they find out that you're either not, you're, you're, you're a Catholic, Or if you're not a Catholic and you want to be belligerent, they can treat you as an unlawful enemy combatant. And you have no Geneva Convention rights. Okay? So Geneva Convention rights is something that you can have. Or you can have biblical rights. Those are the two things that you can have right now. There are no constitutional rights. And if you go the court, you're going to find out they're going to give you a contempt of court if you start talking about constitutional rights. And don't think they won't, because they will. And they sure ain't going to care about your constitutional rights. Just, you know, you're you're pissing in the wind. And so, all right, so what's going to end up happening is a lot of times they're going to try to put you into a medical situation. Um, All right, because you're going to, first of all, most people get up there, they want to start talking to the judge. Well, you don't have no bond. Before you, and, and what are you talking to the judge about most of the time? Constitutional rights. This is a violation of my constitutional rights. Right? He said, man, this dude's crazy. He don't even know where he's at. He don't even realize I'm a Catholic. I don't, you know, it, so they're going to have you tested. All right? And that's six months out of your life now. And now, and like my boy Frank, they took him in Hawaii, put him in a crazy house and, uh, tortured him. And now how do they torture you? Are they going to strap you to a bed for a man. And then they're going to pull a colostomy bag up in you and let me tell you. Uh, they, they castrated that freak, you know, uh, putting a collect, uh, that's what, you know, they told them. Now, I don't know if they did or not. That's what they told them. All right. The doctors told them was that, Hey, you can't have kids anymore. They put it, you know, and they did that from trying to put a colostomy bag in, in them because they kept them strapped to the bed, bi- uh, to a bed for, you know, who knows how long week at a time, you know. And um so this is some place you don't want to be. Now I had a friend, she called me, uh an associate shall I say, she called me from the hospital. She said, Man, she they 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 came picked me up at my house and for me to be psychologically tested. And they got me locked in, they got me locked to a bed in the hospital right now. I said, They let you keep the phone? She's like, yeah, they let me keep my phone. And, uh, so I, she says, I, I, you know, I remembered your number and I called you. I said, okay. I said, well, um, what you want to do is you conditionally accept. Okay. I conditionally accept that you got a court order that, uh, gives you a right to psycho, uh, psycho evaluate, uh, psycho, give me a psychological evaluation upon the fact that I get your one license to practice medicine number two, your uh, identification for your malpractice uh, uh, insurance and a contact number in which I can immediately contact your malpractice uh, insurance to find out how much you are indemnified for. If you are not indemnified for $10 million, then I want a list of all your private holdings that you have registered down at the recorder's office. So I can put a security interest in those, uh unsecured securities, and make sure that you can't sell them while I'm bringing adjudication matters, you know, bringing you through adjudic- uh, to be adjudicated, okay? So that's what she said. And he was like, oh hell no, I ain't giving you all that stuff. <laughs> she says, well, then, uh, cause at first she said, no, I ain't, I'm not letting you do it. She says, well, that's a contempt. We're going to, we're going to bring you back and let you get a contempt of court charge. So I told him, I said, well, look, I said, I, she said, I already told him I, they, they couldn't, I, I wouldn't allow them to be tested. I said, well, that's no problem. I said, you tell them, forgive me. All uh, right. You got to remember these are Catholics. <laughs> Forgive me goes a long ways, okay. Forgive me, I didn't know what I was saying at the time. I will accept your accept it conditionally upon the fact that you give me these inf- this information. Because guess what? If you're gonna come to me as a quack, because these were quacks only thirty years ago, but now they're supposed to tell me whether or not I'm I'm this and I'm that. No, 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 no. You know that that's called reaching. That's called way overreach. They don't have no authority to be doing that. They know it. And, it. and they're not indemnified to be doing that, taking somebody's freedom, you know. Uh, but there you go. People allow, allow them to do it. But, like, they let her go that day. She, came, she called me back. And let me tell you something. They picked her up from her house, brought her down by the cops. The doctor told her, hell no, shit. he ain't giving her nothing. That was the word she used. And, um... And she said, well, you can't give me contempt of court because I accept it. It's your problem that you don't want to accept the conditions, which the conditions are very simple. If you're going to sit up there and practice medicine, then I get to know what your medicine license is. If you're going to sit up there and practice medicine, then I get to know what your indemnification off of a
0: malpractice
1: is. All right? And you can say you're not malpracticing all you want. It's not your decision. It's a third-party judiciary's decision. And I get to secure anything until I have the ability to bring you before a court, a court of proper jurisdiction. Now, there there may not be a court of proper jurisdiction around your area. Or uh, you may have to use a USD, uh, 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 a UPU court. Okay, to get your default, you may have to go through a notary. You may have to go through a third party, something of that nature, to get a non-response. Default. Okay, you may have, may be able to uh, go to a military court if you have a Baptist minister around there because they can hold them. But most Baptist ministers are stupid. They've been educated by these Catholics. They don't know what their power is, and they don't know what their authority is. Okay, so um, so that's that's one way that you always you want to conditionally accept, and you want to start that right if you if the court the judge says that or the so-called judge, all right, so let's say you go up in there. First thing, if it's something big, they've usually already put a bar attorney uh, to represent the person, okay? Now, if you have not done any work ahead of time defensively to set something up, it's going to be tough for you because you have been taking privileges and consideration, and now that it's time for you to pay your due, you know, you've been dancing to the devil's tune, but now you don't want to pay the fiddler, all right? So there's reasons why they would be upset with you and not let you out and hold you, all right? Because you've been taking privileges and benefits as a Catholic whole, but now when it comes down to it, you don't want to spread your legs for them. Well, you're a Catholic whore. Spread your legs. You've been getting it. You're going to get it. You deserve it to get it. Don't call yourself an American. Okay? If you're going to dance with the devil, you need to pay the tune. And uh I know a lot of y'all don't want to hear that, but too bad, so sad. Get your butt and quit freaking dancing to the devil's tune. Send up to partying like a heathen. All right? It's nice to have those good jobs, huh? It's nice to have all that. Oh, yeah, it's real nice. Okay, well, now it's time for you to pay. They've been taking care of you because you're a little child. that don't know how to take care of himself. And when Daddy says it's time for you to get a spanking, well, you know, maybe it's time for you to get a spanking. But between now and then, what can can one do? All right, so usually there's an attorney there. There's a bar attorney. All right? So he has a, a surety. Now, if you don't have a bond, I have a $100 million bond, so I can talk all day long, all I want. All right? But if you haven't put up a bond or you don't have a bond or you don't have anything indemnifying you, then you shouldn't be speaking in that private hearing except through the authorized agent in which they place for you. Now, the authorized agent, everybody don't want the authorized oh, he works for the court. He don't work for me. Well, yeah, he don't work for the court, but they offered it to you. Now, this is the beautiful weak spot of all this Catholic bull monarchy. the devil's making you all these offers, they're soliciting you like a whore, all right, they're a whore, they're soliciting you, all right, when they send something to you, that's them soliciting for business from a private organization, all right, now you get to accept, all right, That is Article 3, Section 501 of a presentment. You get to accept or you get to return for different reasons, all right? But you don't get to argue because there is no arguing the case, all right? But I get to conditionally accept too, ooh, and I guess just get to accept, all right? You offered me an attorney. Hey, I conditionally accept this attorney, and I'm putting in a letter. Uh, Now, the first thing I'm going to do is ask him, hey, Ask the court, not the judge, ask the court if you've been uh placed as the attorney on record over the defendant. And you just keep saying that again and 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 again. I don't care if it's all day long. I got all damn day, I, you know, uh, I don't care. You know, you're the one that's losing money, not me. And you're losing Buku's money. How, however long I'm in here, so I'm he, I'm here to stay all day long. I'll keep asking the same question. I'll just be, and I won't look at the, at the uh, clerk, the ju- the so called judge. I'll I'll be looking at that attorney. Ask the ask the court if you if he placed an order for uh, you to be the attorney on record over the defendant, okay, or the attorney for the defendant. However you want to place it, say it. And of course, the judge go uh, he's going to ask him, and the judge's going to say yes. Notify the court that I I accept your uh your uh his the offer for you to be the surety for the defendant, your your bond your bar number to act as surety, and I give you specific orders not to raise any controversy and to only accept and demand that the instruments be brought forward from my private banking authorization. See, that's what it's all about. They created bonds. Okay, they're going to cash. They're going to put those bonds in to the Treasury. And then they're going to draw money out of it through the IRS, saying that you and they're going to use your exemption so that they don't have to pay taxes. Remember, they are a private utility. Private utilities, if you look up in the IRS, the only tax-exempt status they have is for gifts. You see? Everybody's been telling you, oh, you've been gifting. Well, how do you got to report them? All right, this is something you're going to do on the side. And let me tell you, if the CPS comes and and starts using my name, if I've got it trademarked down at, because I remember we trademarked it with our assumed name. Oh, and I got a fee schedule maybe in that trademark saying, "Hey, if you use my name for any reason, all capital for any type of commerce, I might also claim my my property, such as children." Okay. Uh, Offspring—that's even better word. I don't like the word children, but—and I might have a fee schedule for using their names, okay? And I'll have their birth certificates authenticated. I will have changed their birth address. I will have put them under my assumed name. I'm gonna be operating my old capital uh, name as also these, doing business as these too, okay? And I am the title and the exclusive Salvor in possession. I hold title and I have the ability to stand and justify my claim. If you look up the Titanic opinion, that's what they uh, they define as an exclusive Salvor in possession. See, that's what the Titanic, the people who have the uh, salvage uh, rights over Titanic, did. They became the exclusive Salvor in possession, salvagers. And anybody else caught around there salvaging the Titanic can be shot. That's why they did it in Orleans Parish, because it's got the strongest. They shoot you. They sink your boat. Too bad. Too bad. You're a pirate. You didn't know it. Oh, you thought you was this, that, and the other? No, you're a pirate. Oh, you thought you was a peace officer? Oh, okay. Well, uh, show me your government information letter then. You must have a tax status. You can't be paying taxes to the government and, and be the government and be a peace officer, right? Alright, so where, where's your, where's that? Alright, cause I got your W-9. It says, and it says clearly at the top that you, this is a taxpayer identification number. But it also says that, uh, in the government, see, it says, uh, in, in number three, it says, what's your tax status? What, what is, what is DJ who's always put? The government. Or something of that nature. Well, there is no tax status called the government. So he just, he just falsified the government information. He just committed a fraud. Uh, he just violated tax code. Right? Why? Because he didn't properly identify himself. This is another reason why under Article 3, Section 501 of a presentment, I can send it back. They didn't properly, they have to give basic identification. Well, guess what? Basic identification would be the EIN number for me to report this uh, commercial in, uh, institution to the IRS to find out whether or not they're committing tax evasion. All right. So, let's say the CPA, uh, let's say somebody came up here and they're, they're wanting me, the judge wants me, he's pissed at me. So, I'm sitting up there. I'm saying, "Hey, look! I accept him, but he raised no controversy." Oh no, no, I don't do. I uh, we don't. I don't. We don't play that around here, Mister Tanner. Excuse me. Objection. Point of order. Mister, isn't Mister a uh, uh, Title of Lord nobility under esquires? And uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. Is there somebody willing to testify that I have? A, I hold a title of nobility. Uh, is is it not on the record in the parish recorder's office that I'm I am addressed as president from the uh, uh from the postmaster general here, uh, bailiff. Uh, make sure you get get a copy, a certified copy to uh, to him. Make sure you get a certified copy to the uh to the um the man over here in the corner claiming to be the prosecutor, and make sure you get a copy to the uh to the clerk court, recorder. Okay, so you're giving him a copy of uh, where where you were addressed as president. Alright. That's what he should be addressing you as from that point on once he receives that. If he don't, then I have to whoa objection. Point of order. What isn't your actions? Yeah, because they always gonna ignore you. They always do that ignore and just say guess go on here and start talking. Okay? That's how they do it. See if you know how to how to back your back your strength up. Okay. So let's say uh he 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 either tells me this now. Or uh, let's say when the prosecutor comes up there, I'm the prosecutor for the uh, county, or I'm the prosecutor for the, uh, representing the state, or I'm prosecuting represent the, uh, United States of America. I'm Objection. Point of order. I see no record before me that, uh, substantiates, uh, his, his statement. I need him to be sworn in, uh, so I can cross-examine him. Alright. I see no power of attorney. You know. I see. Now you're telling this to the to the defense attorney to tell to the court, all right? And you're looking right at him. So these are, and let's say he oh uh, he he doesn't want to su- uh, sustain your objection. I conditionally accept that upon I, I have the ability to put a security interest in all your unsecured securities. Do you have a bond on record to be indemnifying your action day? Or are you securing your uh, all your securities? Are you securing your actions today with all your private property, including your body? These are the questions I would ask. Now you're going to see his little butthole pucker. Okay. Now remember that you are not in a court because they have not commenced the court. What do they always say when you walk up in there? All right, the court is now in session. Well, let me tell you, that ain't called commencing a court, is it? It's a big difference between bringing you in session and commencing. A court. So, that's another thing. If you got the gahunas to do it, you know, when they say, I'll rise, the court is now in session, and you let that little, uh, dress wearing ho walk up in there, and then you, you holler out. All rise, the court is now commenced, and watch what's gonna happen. <laughs> he's gonna, probably, he's gonna most of the time turn around like a pivot, just, and walk right the hell out. Cause he ain't wanting to be a part of no, no court. And he know you and whoever calls the court into uh uh commences the court is the one who is the head of the court. So you just you just took over the court. All right. So and there's never any there's never any instrument on the table. There's a, and so what, the first thing I would ask is uh is the prosecutor prepared to uh bring forth the instrument uh at this time? The charging instrument. Of course, he's not. Is he prepared to settle settle this instrument upon my acceptance? Of course, he's not, but he's got his checkbook. He better be able to write a check to you, okay? Because if you accept, guess what? You accept and you let him use your credit because that's all he's wanting. Use your tax write-off. Of course, he's wanting to put you in jail. That's not all he's wanting, but that's what he's asking for. Once you accept, (laughs) then he's got to write you the check. You don't want to get paid. You only get you know they only get paid if you uh, if you act dishonorably, and you don't obey the uh, the rules and regulations for commerce. Okay, this is universal commerce. Okay, which is fine with me. I can operate in commerce. I can operate in military. I can operate in bar. It doesn't matter. I, you know I, that's why it's like having a multi style martial arts. You got to be able to flow. If I'm fighting somebody, I gotta I wanna know how a boxer's gonna operate. Alright. So if I'm a boxer, somebody I'm gonna have my style of boxing. Alright? If I'm gonna uh fight uh go against a karate doe or a uh then I know what I'm why well, I know what kind of moves he's gonna be coming after me. Okay? If I'm fighting against somebody who's jujitsu, I know what type of moves he's going to be trying to get me with. And I know what type of moves I can counter with. So there's multiple layers of jurisdictions that they will try to bounce back and forth with, try to confuse you. But in the end, they're just Catholics, man, that are in a public building without a permit to operate. They're collecting a private debt on public ground without a permit to be in there. All right. So, that you know that's that's pretty much that's pretty much how I would handle uh the medical issues I conditionally accept upon I get to put a uh security interest in all your unsecured securities there mister whoever the freak you are tell the clerk that you know tell the court that i'm I, I accept conditionally you know, and you're gonna see that freeze up they just that's out they now they're gonna move on to something else like he he didn't just say that and he's gonna try to trip you up. In another way. So there's all kinds of little moves that you can do that are real quick, you know. It it just puts a monkey wrench. But they always got that, hey, we got to get you psychologically evaluated. So if you don't know how to conditionally accept, and this is contract law 101. They're contracting with you. He's making an offer. Oh, okay, and if you keep your mouth shut after he makes you an offer that you have to go and be uh, put in for six months, well, you accept it. That's a tacit acceptance. And guess what? You're going your butt's going to jail. Why? Because he has jurisdiction? No, because you just contracted that that's okay. Okay. So any questions?
0: Well, you know, these are really great definitely some things if you have the ability to do them unless you have been captured by them. You know, for example, Rex did Lotus Justice. We know that she's been captured by these people, um, and I know that she's been trying to, you know, deal with notaries, but they don't have notaries where they're at. I mean, she's very limited on the abilities of what she can do at the moment. Um, now, well, let me
1: tell you what she can do. All right, and this is surefire; it's going to work 100 of the time. Okay, you're not going to get no notaries because there are no notaries. Remember, there are no civil, we're under martial law. Martial law doesn't have notaries. That's why the Secretary of State never puts in a bond and never puts in a lawful oath of office. Even if he has a lawful oath of office, it's not according to the First Amendment, in accordance with the Constitution. Read what it says, you can't have God in there. Can't, can't be a, a a religious uh a religious um set, you know, value, you know, value set. So right. it, that's so even their, their oaths would be uh, unconstitutional.
0: Yeah, true. So what I was thinking, um is it possible to do a conference call with uh you and Rexton at the same time?
1: You know, I I don't care. You know, I mean, I don't know that gentleman, but I don't care. I mean, I'm not afraid to talk with anybody. I'm very confident in what I'm saying, and, you know, I don't have no worries. Right. You know, I'm a know. But let's talk about your girl that's in jail, because there's a lot of people that's like that. So how? What's what's a surefire way? There ain't no way that I'm not getting her out. If I do this, I know it's going to work. Okay? All right. So. I would get my authenticated birth certificate for her. I'd get the, uh, uh, uh an assumed name. Now you can do that in without a notary through Minnesota. All right. And that's why we were teaching people to do it through Minnesota, but that's only if you're in jail. If you're not in jail, don't do it through Minnesota. That sucks. Do it through your own county. All right. And just put it in your own writing. I'm doing business as Mike, All right. This is my registered receiver. I, I have resigned. This is a fee for using my uh, deal. This would be uh, understood as copyrighted and uh, trademarked. Then I'd advertise it in a legal newspaper. I, well, I first of all, I'd put that claim in a uh, non-UCC. Non-UCC is a registered mail paid for by international stamps, mail from myself or to myself, or from a third party to a third party that's working uh, that's representing my, you know, that's working to as a as a witness for me, um, and then I would uh, post it in a legal newspaper. And then I would then I would post it in the county recorder's office. Okay, so now I got it concrete. So number one, if if uh, if I've got that and they've are and they're jacking with me and they got me in jail, man, I would just go ahead and I'd have somebody hooked up on the outside to go ahead and put a security interest in in the dude's house in the warden's house. He have no business holding me.
0: You said the legal newspaper and what was the second one? The county what? Recorder. County.
1: Order. Now, understand, the recorder's office is a private, for-profit, Catholic organization. It's not a public recorder. It's a private recorder's office. That's why they don't have to put stuff. You know, people always want to go in there and talk about, well, they didn't put that in there. Well, no, because it's not a public recorder's office. It's a private one. Now, if you had advertised in an illegal newspaper and brought it in there, guess what? They have to put it in there because it's all, it, it doesn't matter if it's in their stuff or not. It's as legal as uh, it's more legal than if it was in theirs. So usually you'll have less problems, all right? Because then it is actually they do they do have to notify their Catholic people. Hey, look, don't mess with this guy. He'll jack your little Catholic butt up, going around him pretending like you're a peace officer. You'll be you'll be impersonating a peace officer with him, and he don't play. He's going to jack you. So he's they, are going to put you on the do not arrest, do not detain, do not interrogate, because he will jack you up. And you don't, we can't teach you enough to mess with him, because then you will jack us up too, and you won't be our, our hoe, you won't be our bitch no more, and do what you're told. You know, we got to keep. That's why they don't want them talking to me, because they got to keep this illusion that these people are peace officers and that they have the authority to do whatever they want. Well, somebody talks to me for more than five minutes, and they're like, mmm. They go back to him, have questions, well, what are they going to say? Do we have a tax exempt status? Well, who have you been talking to? Uh You can't say you've been talking to Robert Tanner because now you're fired. You an to order not talk to that boy, didn't you? Don't well, you go back over there and talk to him. I don't care if he is firing fireworks on a, on a Christmas or New Year's. I don't care if you've been knowing him since you was 12. And uh, that's what happened to me. I was firing fireworks out here. I had a fireman. He's not, he's named the a cop. He's a dead gun fireman. Been parking right, And they told him, we could hear it echoing from the levee. The wife wanted to come over and hang out with us. We're firing big fireworks. And he was like, I can't go over there. We get my, me and my, we can all hear him. I say, I can't go over there. i get fired if I talk to him. Alright, <laughs> So they'll tell him real quick. The police chief up there in uh, Evergreen can't have a conversation with me. I go up and talk to him. Even about religious stuff, he he looks like he's got ants in his pants. He's got to get somewhere. He's got to pee someplace real fast. He's got to go. He can't talk, and he can't say, hey, look, I can't be talking with you. You know I can't talk with you, man. He's going to run his mouth about me and what a bad guy I am. Why? Because I threaten his authority. I threaten his power. And he knows darn well if people take me seriously, they're going to know what a piece of trash liar he is. Criminal. Alright. Trader. Alright. So all right. So uh what was the question? How do you get alright, so what I do is all right. so wh- how do you have exclusive right how, all right, so these are all soundboard brokerage hearings, even the International Court of Trade there in New York. Okay. So in order for me to bring something in there and say, Hey bro, this uh, maritime, you know, this this uh this salvage crew has salvaged the vessel and is holding the vessel. All right? And they don't have, I have exclusive salvo and possession. So that's why I would put, hey man, this, these people are trespassing against my private property. And I'd send that to the, it doesn't matter what I said. Because guess what? As long as I put in a written order, uh, I I'd, I'd write it out myself. You are you are henceforth, and I'd find some orders, you know, that I'd copy if you. forth ordered immediately to release. Well, uh person blank 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 mr so- and so' doing uh uh operating that uh warden for blank 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 and i put that order in there i put the um uh, the motion or uh, the movement uh to the uh, court that uh for the immediate release and injunction of the court order blank i will have claimed that court order in a non-ucc the uh, the court case number i'm claiming that right from the get-go all right. I'm claiming the case number. I'm claiming all the bar numbers, everybody involved. I'm claiming their houses. Man, I'm putting that up. So the first off the bat, I'm going I'm to put a private uh, security interest mail from myself to myself. I might write to them and show that I've claimed it and I might place it into I might already have sent it to one of the 250 uh, newspapers and have it sitting there waiting to be advertised with the money. And I have something written from them. I belong. I am so and so with a uh, blank, blank newspaper, and I'd have that scratched out. And I'm notifying you that I have been paid. I am holding this to be advertised for thirty days. That your property is to be uh, secured. And now you give the the judge a choice or the warden a choice. See, the warden can release them immediately. You know that once the, once the order goes from because see, guess what. Once the order, alright, so once the order comes from the court, let me go ahead and tell you how this is going to happen, alright. So, the judge or the, or the clerk is going to order, uh, the Catholic priest is going to order that you're, you're held, okay. Now, he, this is not a warrant. They're not operating off a of warrant. They're wa- operating off a of writ of attachment, alright. So he's going to award a writ of attachment, alright. The clerk of court, first of all, awarded them the ability to have the writ of attachment in that court. Okay, so now the, the, remember the clerk is always the weak link. She's gonna act like she doesn't have no power. She's the, they are the most powerful person in the court, because they're the ones that it has to go through to enter the court to begin with. Okay, so that's where you cut them off right from the get-go. That should be the first person you, you go in, you know, uh, and you should have a conversation with. Especially if you got an assumed name and a, uh, authenticated birth certificate in her, her court of record, She better not let your name be placed in that court for commercial reasons. Whoo. You know? And that's I went and talked to all the clerk courts, even the Fed one, and they all told me the same thing. No, no, no. Well, the Fed tried to act smooth like it wasn't no big thing, but the two low ones, when I was face-to-face, they were, oh, no, no, we're not letting you up in here, you know? Why? Because they give up everything they own, inclusive body, everything. Everything to pay off that debt. So they don't want somebody knows that they're vulnerable. So the warden is the one you'd want to go after. Now, first of all, off the bat, chances are the warden has violated the Prison Rape Elimination Act under exclusions, Title 10, or uh, Section 10, which says that only the medical staff can frisk down an inmate and are uh, searched with uh, electronical measures for the safety of the facility. Unless you have been accused of raping another inmate. That's the only way a guard can be even present. Alright? At the time. Alright? So, right off the bat, I'm going to put a uh, pre-charge up against the warden for institutionalized prison abuse. Alright? So now, i um, I put in uh, a claim against him for prison, uh, for uh, the Pri- Prison Rape Elimination Act uh, being violated by him and institutionalized sexually abused and I'm gonna have sent that to all my the, the senator, uh two senators, I'm gonna send that to the um uh to the attorney general, federal. And I'm gonna make them liable. All right, if they don't act. I'm gonna put it in such a way that they're gonna contract with me. All right, you you don't wanna act on this, that's no problem, but I, I conditionally accept you not. You not following up, your, You know they try to tell you that. Oh, a prosecutor has a lot of room for uh <coughs> for whether or not they want to prosecute somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, they sure do if you allow them to have that room. But man, if somebody done something to me and I, and I tell you to prosecute them and you don't, oh well, okay, I conditionally accept that, baby. That you will, if you wish, you had. Right. So that's how you want to do it. First of all, when you address them, you don't ever address them as a warden. I address them as an officer of the General War Commission. Not General War Commission, I'm sorry, the Catholic War Council. (laughs) I'm going to address them properly. Knowing who you are is really important, but knowing who they are is very, very important. Oh, so you putting liens against a warden. I never put no lien against a warden. Where in there did I say I put a lien against a warden? I put a security interest and unsecured securities of a uh, member of the uh, Catholic War Council. I see no evidence that this man uh, is not a member of the Catholic War Council. Can you produce any? What is, what is he doing with that gold military flag? I see no evidence that he's in the Army. So what is he doing? Where did he get that flag from? There's only two places, other places. All right. So now you got him. So they can't be coming after you crying like a little hoe because you done put a security interest in all their securities because you rightly have them, you know, dead to the wall, uh, guilty, uh, for committing, uh, sexual abuse. Now, so now that you got the assumed name, you got the, uh, You've got the um, authenticated birth certificate. You put certified copies of that with your case against the warden into the International Court of Trade. All right, and they're going to give you a, a, a default judgment because those people aren't going to answer. And you do it just like you would do any other kind of motion or any other kind of movement uh, in the court uh, in, in the case, and you don't have to go into the. Catholic this or Catholic that for that. You just, you know, put uh, uh, Mr. So-and-so doing business as the warden over blank, blank. All right? And you're going to get an order back. And it's going to be within a pretty timely manner. It's not going to take that long. They're pretty quick. At least they were with the last suit I know that was done. So uh, that's one way. Um, skip that, that court and just go directly to the warden and, and, uh, hire a private detective, find out everything he owns and put a security, a private security interest in it and a non-UCC and then you notify him, say, hey look, you know, uh, I, I, I find that you, you know, I see no evidence that you lawfully can be holding this person. Uh, I see no evidence that by, uh, by me having the, uh, the, uh, the right uh, are the security interests in this, uh, case number that you can be utilizing this case number. You can also notify the, uh, the feds. Now the feds and the, they in on it with them, so don't be counting on them, you know, too much. the IRS, counting on them too much. But, if you do reverse the charges to a 1099A, uh, 8832, uh, 1096, and a 1099-OID, uh, they will go and collect that money. They may not give it to you, but they'll go collect that and make sure that these organizations calling themselves uh, uh, Judiciary Branch of Louisiana and the clerk court pays the taxes that they owe. All right, so how do I get the Judiciary Branch of Louisiana W-9? Because I want to have their EIN number. I want to have their name. I want to have everything to put down on the 1099A. Hey, uh,
0: Robert, just wanted to give you a heads up got about a minute or so left before this uh call will probably close out here so if you want to finish up and then maybe if you want we can you know connect on a a second recording or we can just uh follow up on the next conversation we have
1: yeah well i mean that's pretty much it you know that's you know I, i think i covered a pretty good broad path of what people can do you know um, how to put security interests in their unsecured securities? How to conditionally accept? And that works for everything. Not only the medical are uh, kidnapping, uh, but you know, I guarantee you if they got you, if they got them in a medical deal, they got a doctor at the top, and that doctor's got a medical number. That doctor's got mal- malpractice insurance. That doctor has property. All those up for grabs. They're not released within a timely manner yeah and and you know, I'm you know here you know two tears in a bucket, you know, and then here's the tissue if you got a issue, so um
0: yeah, so what I wanna do uh, here on the broadcast is while we got our people listening here, if you guys have any questions, you know obviously there's gonna be a lot of questions, I think, from people that really are gonna to listen to this that wanna know more or know somebody that's going through a process like this that maybe they've been. Medically kidnapped and they're being held against their will. I want to invite our listeners to, uh, you know, leave comments and, and, you, and then what we'll, we'll do is next time I have a conversation with Robert, I'll read those questions to him and then you guys can, uh, get answers to your questions. So, anyways, yeah, man, I just want to, Robert, thank you again. You know, uh, I just want to say you're a wealth of knowledge and I really appreciate you taking your time out here to, you know, really try to help people that are in a bad situation or facing a bad situation and then possibly these, uh, knowledgeable skills to possibly.
1: Yeah, no worries. Hey, look, uh, main thing, advice I got for you, don't, don't let these people intimidate you. The two, two cases that I had that went the best was right off the bat when I started hollering and talking to them like they were my little kid i'd start who the heck you think you are how dare you get up and claim that you're an american judge how dare you impersonate you i should you you don't understand that you could be hung for what you're doing right now you're committing war crimes against me